everyone, and welcome to the very next episode of The Remedy with Tovacito and Janice Gant and Tom Bridwell. Yay, the gang's all here. <laughs> Tom, I really like this poker board. What yes. do you call this? Oh, <clears throat> poker table. As so, our back, like it feels so good to put my arms I on. I know. <laughs> yeah. Wish it, I had a drink to put in there. Yeah, yeah. We might have to start drinking while we do this. It'd really get crazy. You know, every once in a while, we used to bring a beer or two, but uh-huh, I, I haven't, uh-huh. it's been a while since we've done. We might need to no bring day that drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was really cool because last last week Tom had a had a poker party here. And oh, there were like how many people? Ten. It was me and eight other guys. It was uh, last Friday. So fun! Isn't that the coolest? How late did y'all go, Tom? It was over at midnight. Oh, yep. Took that's four reasonable. hours, eight to midnight. Wow. Yes, but that, I, the one fun. thing it does is it it's not uh, the the white table that's underneath that poker top is uh-huh. uh, that that white table reflects a lot of the light back into y'all's faces. So. It uh, that also that sort of helps with that. Oh, and you can lean into it like you're doing now. It's a lot more comfortable. Yeah, it feels really good. So did y'all? So did y'all play music while you're doing this, or is it pretty serious? I no, I I definitely had some tunes going in the background, and we had a couple. We had a basketball game on the TV as well. Who was playing? Um, it was. I don't even remember. It was like a college game that Uh it was. I don't think anybody was paying attention to it. But <laughs> it's just what believe guys me, if Kansas do. had been playing, we would have. Yeah, yeah. And I watched Tech beat Oklahoma the other night. I watch all. I watch. I'll just about watch any basketball game. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I love you in sports. It, I know it's crazy, I, and I watch football all day long when it's football season. I'll get up and get do. And game you day. listen to the ticket all day. I listen I mean, to the it ticket. Cracks me. You're uh-huh. like a. Dude's dream. The girl. ticket is amazing. The, the ticket, ticket is, is amazing. amazing. I agree with that. They you know, are so funny. And they make some of the weirdest statements about like like psychological things. And I had a client said you should you yeah, should talked about that. <laughs> call the ticket and say I want to be your on uh, on on air air therapist therapist you, and so i can call you out on your brilliant on your ignorance when it comes to that janice is online <laughs> one <laughs> can you imagine because i am a ticket chick great, what's your perfect. favorite show great that bit oh, would be i don't know i love the morning yeah, i love the, the musers, musers. Yeah. i think they're hilarious but i like corby too mm-hmm. you know i mean i really like all of them I only ever listened to the Musers, but they're freaking oh. hilarious. I yes, love they Fake are. Jerry. I yeah. mean, how funny is Fake Jerry? <laughs> fake Jerry <laughs> is so brilliant. And and the way that they bring in all the family members yeah. is so funny. It Another is. one is the generic youth minister. Oh that's one of my God. favorites. Oh my that is, <laughs> and that's spot on. I've worked at churches. They got, I don't uh-huh. know how they know, but it's... Well, so Gordo's funny. dad was a preacher. Oh, really? Yes. I don't think I knew that. He had a pretty strict religious upbringing. <clears throat> it's hard that. to believe. It's <laughs> really funny. Yeah, we, we were, Tom and I have gone to ticket stock several times, and we didn't do it this time because we were babysitting Haney and Mia, Blair's children. And I called Tom, and I was like, 
let's go. Let's take the kid. Let's take them out there. And he was like, we can't take our granddaughters to ticket stock. <laughs> he said, I don't think they'll get it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, because, you know, they had the guys, the twins uh, that. Oh, what's the name of the show where they it's about the Indian culture. And they have those uh, twins. Reservoir dogs. Yeah, reservoir. Oh, oh reservation dogs. Yeah, reservation dogs. Do you right. watch that? I've seen the first season. It is great. And those oh two, those two twins are hilarious. They're hilarious. They're rappers. Yeah. Is it a you reality know? show? No, oh. it's about it's about all these people that live on an Indian reservation in current day. Okay, but it it's it is a great show. It's a really good show. It's from the same guys that wow. did. Uh, that did that movie Jojo Rabbit, and they also do what we do in the shadows. If you've ever seen that show, oh, on FX, yeah, the yeah. vampire show. Yeah, I've heard of it. It's like The Office for vampires. Anyway, that that guy, uh, I think his name is uh, T Tahiti Waikiki. It's like yeah, I I know what you're talking about. Taika Waititi or something. Yeah. Anyway, I yeah. can't pronounce his name, but <laughs> he's from Australia, and he is really talented. He's he's kind of doing a lot of good stuff right now yeah well these twins they they ride on their bikes everywhere on the show and and they are rappers so they were at ticket stock and that's why one reason why Uh, why we wanted wanted to to go go. because we wanted to hear the interview with him but then i did hear the interview when i was in my car and it was great yes because Mm. they are it's interesting because they are rappers but they and they can you know they that they were talking about how much they cuss and stuff, but they're Christians, so mm. they're spiritual. Mm. So they, you know, it's it's just it's just so good. I just can't even. You would like you would really like the show. It's okay. very endearing. Wow. It is so endearing. Wow, I love that so word. You haven't started the second season, then? No, I haven't. Oh, oh my gosh! Well, I, now I, I can't. I, I will. I've just. We're kind yeah. of in the golden age of television right now. It's hard to keep. Uh, it's true. It's hard to keep current on everything. I know, and I watch Marriage at First Sight. <laughs> oh, I love that I show. <laughs> I've already finished it. And Tom, have you been watching Full Swing, or are you already uh, done? I've with I've already it? finished it. You've already done. Yep. I'm, I'm only on episode. Craig and I are on episode four. What is yep. that about? Is that about golf? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, it's a documentary series where they follow follow different golfers uh-huh. and their families uh-huh. their journeys uh-huh. um and then this whole big controversy with the whole live yep. tournament yep. over in saudi arabia anyway it's it's really good brooks oh. kepka's the tool that i thought he was <laughs> yeah. wow i i was i was pleasantly impressed and surprised i've always liked in poulter i've liked his his personality but i liked what i learned about him yeah for sure. Yeah. He just that his problem he's is lovable. he just maybe lives outside of his means a little bit. I, I don't think know if so. you've seen I mean he's made like thirty five million dollars. Yeah, and, but he already has but he, he needed has more plane. money. So he just uh maybe should just not yeah. have as many sports cars and jets. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty five million <laughs> Should hold you. It would yeah, hold me. You would it think. would hold me. Uh-huh. It would hold I wouldn't me tight. need more. No, not a penny more. Uh-uh. No. No. Uh-uh. I could live easily the that's rest what, of my life on that. That's what Craig and I were talking about is when is because now, you know, he he was running out of money and then Liv uh, allegedly offered him anywhere from twenty to thirty yeah, million. Yeah. And he said he need he was he needed to do it for his family. I'm like, need? Yeah. Like 
seriously well, need? I mean, maybe they spend a ton yeah. of money. And he, he said he it's all relative. Does. Yeah, there he you did go. say that, Tom. He said yeah. it's all relative. Yeah. So speaking of money, we need to thank our sponsor for today. Okay. Uh, Francis Mitchell. Thank you, Francis. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she's she's she she's did, so she, did sweet. she gave enough for three. Oh my gosh. I know. So precious. Thank you. So thank you, um, Francis. She's big fan of what we do and been a long time listener and sponsor and it's really cool. Very cool. Um okay, today we are going to talk about body image. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I thought this would be well. This came up for me a couple of times. It comes up every so often when meeting with people, as I'm sure it does for you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It comes up for me when I'm getting out of the bathtub <laughs> every day. Well, it came up. For you two me. just quiet right down because you two ladies are some lookers. Oh, listen, Tom. I, I, I know that I am not large. Well, well, we'll get into this. We'll get into this when we get started because there's things that have ha- started happening to my body that is it's in my way, awareness yes. all, all the time. But we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get there. But I, Tom, to your point, I, so I went to my doctor. I went. The, the, one of the things that I was like, okay, I want to talk about. I went to my OB, uh-huh. and I don't, I don't weigh myself. Uh-huh. And uh, I just kind of go with how, and I know that I'm a little bit bigger right now, but I'm giving myself some grace because the accident and I just uh-huh. can't be active the way that I've wanted to. And I've, I've just thought, oh, I'll get back there. I'll get back there. <laughs> I almost choked. <laughs> Did you start crying? <laughs> I was like, what the? <laughs> and, but what was crazy is, I hadn't had these thoughts about my body until I looked at the scale. And when people like you, Tom, just did tell me, come sit and talk to me like, and I'm just not feeling good about the way that I look. I'm five pounds heavier now. And I'm like, I, you know, in my head, I'm like, oh, God, you're like yeah. you are the skinniest, yeah. most adorable person on the planet. What are we talking about here? And I became that girl yeah. in the doctor's yeah. office. And I and so then you know my so my ob was like you know as we age as you age the um what do you call it the insulin you don't right. you don't produce or metabolize you're not as, metabolize as efficient mm-hmm. so said, you eat sh- more sugar and then yeah. there it goes and and if you eat sugar if you have wine you know it's gonna se- it takes longer to get rid of mm-hmm. and it kind of settles in i'm like i've just never had a, around the stomach area <laughs> <laughs> and so he said, go to your interns, talk to her. There's medicine. There's some medicine you can take for insulin. So I made an appointment with my internist and go. And I've I've never been so shamed in my life. What did they say? They, it, like, are you crazy? I'm like, not going to give you that medicine. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like she was like, I'm worried. I'm really worried about like looking at me like you have a di- eating yes, disorder. Yes. And I'm like, it's all relative. You know, it's, it's like if, all I, relative. if I've been 10 to 15 pounds lighter in my life than I am right now mm-hmm. and I want to be go back mm-hmm. like, don't shame me. <laughs> don't shame me. I was like, <laughs> I'll get my therapist. 
But you know, I mean, it is it is like that because I always think the, immediately about the, the red, red bathing suit, suit mm-hmm. you know, and that I so don't. So for know, context, if yeah, people don't remember if, that story, if you, mm-hmm, if you haven't heard this story, and Tom probably has not heard this story, the Tom in the booth. <laughs> but uh, so when. When Bryn was probably, well, when Bryn was born, I I got diet pills to lose my baby weight, and and but that, then those diet pills, I were I was kind of like it was like my vitamin in the morning, you know. I mean, it's speed, and so mm-hmm. and so I got really were they prescribed. No, you have to buy them on the underground. Oh, okay, on the dark web. <laughs> the dark web, and so no, there was a doctor here that you could get them from, and so I, um, so I took those, and there's a picture. Well, my mother uh, one day said to me, she said, "You, you, you look like you are dying of cancer. You're so skinny." <laughs> And I was like, like, yes, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I'm like, oh, oh, no, I'm really not, you know, blah, 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 blah. And so we were out of town. We were in Mexico, and and Kurt, my first husband, took a photograph of me in this red bathing suit. And my my mother was like, I mean, really, Janice, my friends are asking me if you're okay. And And I looked at that picture of me in that red bathing suit, and I thought I looked fabulous. <laughs> I, mean, I really did. I still have that picture, but I'm not looking at it now. But I mean, it is all so relative because at that point in time, I weighed probably 97 pounds. And and like right now, I probably weigh 110. That's mm-hmm. kind of that's where I stay pretty much where I want to be mm-hmm. and um but but if I look at that red bathing suit picture I think oh god that would be so good <laughs> so it disappear if well, you were it's sick it's <clears throat> called sickness <laughs> It's, it's called, called body image sickness, <laughs> <laughs> which which I think at some point and I don't you know, I don't I'd love to hear your feedback, but I think men struggle too. Uh with well, their bodies and their body image, don't you think men care a lot more than they talk about? I don't know. I think that they. I think that they do care. Yes. Oh, the answer is yes. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. <laughs> was that God? <laughs> kind of sounded like it him. Did <laughs> I was trying to be emphatic. <laughs> you were. I got it. <laughs> but okay, so talk about that, Tom. <clears throat> I mean, I've been pretty much overweight since about eighth grade, and. I would say I definitely care. The only time I really care is when we're at the like at a pool or at the beach. Yeah, and I'm yeah. you know have my shirt off. It's always been a little bit of an aggravation to me. But ultimately, if I cared enough, I would do something about mm-hmm. it. And so I guess that's my answer. I don't care that much. I, I definitely feel. I don't feel overweight. I, I, I'm active. I play a lot of golf, a lot of tennis. Yeah. Um, I've got good coordination. I don't really get, I don't get injured. I mean, I, I broke my arm, but it's not like I have like nagging knee injuries or yeah. any back, of that stuff, back, back problems. Because, I don't yeah. have any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and so really it's just a superficial kind of aggravation is the best way I could describe it that I 
don't have that part of my life like shored up mm. yeah. like everything else. You know, I, I kind of, that, that's the thing when you're neat mm. and clean, like my wife and I are, mm-hmm. it's, it's just kind of an aggravation to not have that part of our lives Perfect. tidied like everything, like else, everything else. But you know, I mean, it's a very hard part of your life because we have to eat. Mm-hmm. And well, and there's just so many good things to eat. There are so many good Especially things to eat. Especially in Dallas. Yeah. In Texas, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, Tex-Mex, I, come on, right there. That's the totally. downfall. Yeah, Blair and I had Mikosina last night. I, uh-huh. We, you know, Love have it. to have our Miko fix about once a every two weeks or something, you know, but it, it is hard because, because there are so many things like I've been eating dried mango and a lot of, and I like it a lot, but it has so much sugar in it when mm-hmm. I looked at it. And I mm-hmm. think the sugar is the thing that, I mean, I think that it's more, I mean, it will affect your body the way your body looks a lot, but I also think that sugar reduces your immune system Mm. and it's i mean and too much sugar is just not good for you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know but i mean it's 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 a trip because it's just so there's so many different things like we're getting ready to go to hawaii on saturday and i tried on my two black bathing suits i don't have the red bathing suit (laughs) it's a good thing but you know but i don't i was like oh gosh i mean my legs are so white and you know i mean I'm 70, so I have a little bit of, well, not a little, but quite a bit of crepiness on my arms, so I really don't like to show my arms anymore, you know, but you get so, so, what I, what I think I am trying to remember is that people don't look at my body as much as I look no, at my body. No. And they're not picking me <laughs> apart unless they're picking themselves. Healthy people are not picking themselves Ex- or other people yep. apart. Yeah. And, you know, I've told the story about looking at yourself in the rear. You know, when I was brushing my hair and my oh, friend, yes. I said, can you believe what's happening to our butts? And she goes, I don't even know what you're talking about because I've never I hadn't looked at it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> don't look. But I mean, there are all sorts of things like that 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 happen to your body when you get older. Yeah. And but we're also not prancing around in thong bathing suits. And if I had a butt that looked like my daughter's butt, I probably would put on a thong bathing suit. And I never did. We didn't have them oh, back then. That was not a thing. No, but it's but it's interesting because we compare, yeah. and that's when we're you know our body image will look. At, I have a picture of myself when I was um, eight years old, and it's by my makeup mirror. And whenever I start looking too closely at myself or at my facial wrinkles or whatever, I tell her that she's precious and that's fine. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I my mother was really uh, very concerned about her body. Mm. And, um, and so, you know, I think that that's where I got that. How did her. you how did you know that your mom was so concerned about her body? Did she talk about it? Did she shame you? She like, didn't what? shame me because mm-hmm. I was I was always real skinny. Mm-hmm. But my sister was not real skinny all the time and she would really fuss at her. Mm. I remember one time she spanked my sister for eating a donut. And oh, but wow. my mother and my dad was pretty concerned. I mean, that's kind of a West Texas thing, you know, mm-hmm. that that everybody's supposed to be skinny, but they weren't because like both of my grandmothers were 
were bigger people. But uh, but yeah, my mother my mother cared a lot about it. When she was 93, one day I called her and I said, what are you doing? She said, I'm, I'm having lunch. And I said, what are you having? And she said, cottage cheese and pineapple. And I said, is that all? And she said, yeah, I'm just trying to u- lose a couple of pounds. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's so fantastic. And she's, she was 93, <laughs> oh and she gosh. was still concerned about how her body looked. Wow. And I, I know that I've passed some of this down to my kids <laughs> and because of my obsession about it, especially early in my life. And but but I own it with them, and I say you know, and they they don't they don't obsess about their bodies mm. like I do, you know, or I did. I really don't too much anymore. The crepey arms kind of suck. Yeah, but well, I th- I think there's a difference between looking at your body and being like, wow, that's new, yeah. you know, and yeah. and then like that becoming all consuming, or or it becoming this like unrealistic quest to remain the same. I mean, yeah, we're not. We are going to age. And so I I think your your point of just like acceptance and it's it's not acceptance that like oh well, I'm going to get old like and so I'll just let everything go to hell in a handbag. Yeah. Like you and I take really good care of ourselves and we exercise and yeah. I have a I have a face washing regime and you know I go to my doctors and all the things but <clears throat> I think that it's I mean I also grew up with a mom who was incredibly obsessed with I mean she never imposed her stuff onto us. And uh-huh. I always thought it was really weird how torqued up. She was bulimic. I would hear my mom. Oh, I can remember you saying that. Yes. I remember my mom throwing up my entire life. And I remember thinking it was so gross. And I, for a long time, I thought she was sick. I would run and get my dad. And be like, yeah. Mom's sick. Like, I'm scared. Mom's sick. You know, she's getting, because, you know, when you're a little kid, barfing is really scary yeah and it's uh it's awful you have to be really sick yeah to barf yeah when you're six years old or seven years old but it was just what i mean and i remember confronting my mom because i was always kind of mad at my dad Uh that he just let her have this eating disorder for our entire lives and but i was in college i came home from college and we were on family vacation and we were. I was walking the beach with my mom, and I did. I ever tell you this, Janice? I don't think so. <clears throat> and I told her. I said, "Mom, I'm worried about you." And she said, "Why?" And I said, "Because I hear you throw up. I know you're bulimic, and like it makes me so sad." Yeah. And like, yeah, I want you to get help. Like, and she was like you don't know what you're talking about. Don't you ever bring this up to me again. Yeah. And she walked away from me and she did not speak to me for a week. We were on vacation and she ignored me. Oh my gosh. That, I mean, she ignored me because she was so mad that I called attention mm-hmm. to her eating disorder. But, but know, everybody knew probably anyway, everybody knew yeah. about, I mean, you, 
barfing is really hard to hide. It's really hard to hide. You know, I mean, it's <laughs> not only the sound, but the smell. Yeah, everything. And <laughs> the bathroom smell. I mean, yeah. it's just disgusting. Yeah. And, um, and she always had laxatives. Like there was always some regime mm-hmm. and she would cook dinner for us. And then she would have a tiny bowl of cereal. And that would be it. And we would be like, mom, you're not eating. It was, and so me growing up with that, I feel like I have just gone so far the other way, like with what I want to show to my children Mm -hmm. and what I've wanted to model for, especially Anna Prynne. But I have watched Anna Prynne watch me. I mean, sometimes she'll just be in my room and while I'm getting dressed or, you know, I mean, I, I don't mind if my daughter sees me naked. Right, it's not like right. my gr- my boys ever, right. see, you know, but yeah, good. <clears throat> yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah, no, 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 no. If that ever accidentally has happened, we're all like, ah, you know, like, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. Uh, but I see Anna Prynne. I have heard Anna Prynne talk about her body in comparison to my body. She's done that. And I'm like, baby, you like we are biologically completely different. That's the thing. Your genes have predetermined so much of oh, that. Yes. Yes. And I mean, she she her genetic makeup is completely different than mine. Mm-hmm. I have two sisters and our genetic yeah. makeup is complete all three of us have three completely different bodies. Yeah. Yeah. And it really is so and look it, at your girls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're all they're all kind of similar. You they're know, all tiny, but like Blair's a little bit shorter and Wesley's yeah, exactly. a little more petite and Blair's like a little more muscular and strong. I, I, they're all teensy tiny, but they're all a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. They're different. Genetically. Yeah. And, you know, I think the thing that it, what uh, has happened to me is I... I really, as long as I can get into my clothes, like Mm -hmm. I can wear my jeans and I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, then I'm good with that. I really Mm -hmm. don't, I don't care about losing weight or gaining weight. Mm -hmm. I weigh once a week, just kind of, because I went through a period of losing some weight and I wanted to make sure I wasn't still losing Mm -hmm. it and I'm not. But, but what has happened for me is the shift from the outside to the inside, because now Food and exercise and all of that has more to do with longevity mm-hmm. than it does with because I'm not going to be. I mean, I'm going to Hawaii and I will have on a bathing suit, but I, it's not like I'm going to be walking in the Tom Thumb in my bathing suit, you know. So, so it's all about you just start to look at your body differently. You just look at it differently, and it's all about okay. I need to watch my cholesterol, and I want to. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't want to have too much sugar. Mm-hmm. You know, and all of that because or saturated fat or saturated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really particular about the mm-hmm. saturated fat, and um, but I'm not. But I eat a lot of fat. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I don't mind fat at all as long mm-hmm. as it's not saturated. So because now it's all about. I don't. I want to live as long as I can, I and mean, I want to live healthily. Right. You know. So, but it is interesting because you look at those at these girls. You know, everybody wants to look the same, yeah. And it's thin, and it, and it's, and it, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, of pressure. It really and, is, and it is not just a young girl thing. I mean, I think oh, no. there's pressure 
with moms as you mm-hmm. age to look a certain way, there's pressure. I, I would say there's pressure with you. I, oh, I know yeah. women your age who they're still <clears throat> really thoughtful, you know, and some obsessed about. Yeah. And for, for a lot of people, I've noticed that the aging, like getting older and be, now because there's so much you can do. Yeah. As you get older to not get older. I'm, yeah. Like, <clears throat> I it, filler, but, filler, filler, filler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I feel sorry for the people who I look at and I think, I wonder what they used to look like. Mm-hmm. Because they don't, I know, I don't know what they used to look like and I don't know what they should look like. But they but, look or, weird. But they don't look like they are aging the way that they were meant to age. Yeah. I had a client years ago <clears throat> that had she her parents died and she inherited like $780,000, very close to a million dollars. She had spent every penny of it on on surgeries and fillers and everything for her face. She's had her she had her nose done like three times. She had best breast implants put in, taken out, had tummy tucks, had ear her ears done, had lip implants, had butt implants. I mean, it was just it was I felt so mm. sad for her because <clears throat> I liked her, you know, sure, and it, of she just she just was her, you know, and she, we talked a lot about it. And her mother was just obsessed with her looks, her daughter's looks. Mm. And like, it was a reflection on her. Mm. So it was really <laughs> tragic. Two I've, words I did not ever think <clears throat> I would hear together is butt implant. <laughs> yeah, I right. Don't, I don't understand <laughs> yeah. the obsession with uh Big butts? May, yeah, well, it, is of, big the right word? Of, I feel no. like women are trying to get this round, but like obnoxiously round, Kim Kardashian-esque. Yeah. <laughs> is she, the, is she the beginning of that craze? You I think know, so. I, I, I don't bet. understand. I don't either. I mean, and it's, to me, that that size booty is not attractive to me. But for me so but many men, it is. I don't know any of them. Tom would not like it. I, I, I'm not a fan of that size. Craig would not like it either. Either. But there, I've talked to several guys about it who, like, I love it. They're like, I love it. Kanye. Like, Have you been wow. talking to Kanye? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me and Kanye. Me and Kanye way tight. <laughs> But you know, I think that they, yeah, that that those butt implants that are rounding it out to keep it. I think a lot from of them sagging. from sagging. So is it an actual implant like you would put in a breast implant? Like there's this incision yeah, and stuff. I think stuff. so. Yeah, I it's think, not an injection. No, no, I don't think so. I think they. Put, it's a, I'm making some, this up, but I kind of think it's sort right. Of contraption. Some sort of a contraption, <laughs> and they put it. They make an incision where the butt cheek meets the top of the thigh. Okay, you know, in the back, and so so then they just put that in there because I mean, how did Kim Kardashian create that? I don't know. And who would keep who would doing want it? That? Who would want but, that? But I mean all all of those girls have that mm-hmm. now. And they love it. Yeah, they love that. Uh, <clears> it's like a very specific <laughs> very specific look. I mean, part of the problem I think with the body image 
if there is a body image problem in this modern age with social media, it is because people see it on Instagram or Facebook and they want to be that. And I, I mean, gosh, it's crazy. All of the women who've sort of made a career out of changing themselves into this Barbie doll type figure. And, and you've seen some of the extreme ones where these women are just clearly broken. Like they go overboard with, implants and injections and they kind of like become almost like a monster yeah yeah and i don't think they see it anymore no i don't think so either because they want a little more a little more what's happening janice in the mind or the soul or like what is what when you what's your experience with people who have really suffered with either eating disorders or body image what what why does that exist well what what i What's think happening? what happens is people have <clears throat> have created a body for self image so in other words my self image needs to come from the inside so that mm. i can understand that my essence is valuable simply because i breathe because i'm a child of the universe i'm a child of god and so that value was established the moment that i was conceived or or mm-hmm. was born or whatever so but then what happens is because we are so superficial in so many ways i mean our houses our cars yep. our clothing our shoes I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And so if you're trying to keep up with somebody, then that is one place that people think, okay, well, I can go to town on this. And if a little's good, then a lot's better. Mm. And then you have to keep up with it. Mm -hmm. So then let's say you get your lips injected with filler. And then in two months, you go back and they put a little more. And Mm -hmm. even though so maybe the first time you did it, it looked pretty good and mm-hmm. then the second and third and fourth time those lips get bigger 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 and mm-hmm. it's looking like donald duck a little mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. so i think it's hard for people to be mm-hmm. they get they don't satiate themselves mm-hmm. i mean they they if they want more and more and more and more and more well it's not satiated because that's actually not the problem no it's not the problem mm-hmm. what the problem is is that their self image is based on their body Rated as opposed uh huh instead of realizing that they are just a precious child of god mm-hmm. which is a hard concept to get because we're all about the looks yeah well our our society would tell you that your value comes from your body your your hair your, your money your money your like all the things that you just named like oh he's cool or he's awesome or she's spectacular because of her looks and her bank account yeah and i think that part of that is based <clears throat> on women needing men to determine their value mm. and i mean that's codependency and not and that is a whole different issue too but mm-hmm. but i think that w- what has happened is that you know back in the day Nobody had boob jobs mm-hmm. when I don't know when boob jobs became a thing, but uh, but what did I you say early eighties. Dolly Parton. Yeah, well, maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe she could have been the first one. Actually, <laughs> she true. did have some big ones too. Wow. 
But but you know, so then you start so then you start there and then you go a little place else and I think that that we so many women are so defined by what men think mm. that and I think that men can get carried away mm-hmm. with the female body because that's basically mm-hmm. their source of, you know, Get, having a heart on. I mean, mm-hmm. they look at the body, and if and they that can determine a lot of that. Yeah. So women are trying to seek that approval, and men are wanting more of that. Mm-hmm. I've had, I don't know, maybe ten much older men who ha, who who like much younger women, mm-hmm. and they paid for all of that because they they would rescue a younger woman and a lot of them or several of them were dancers mm-hmm. and um and then and then the men would create they would rescue these women and then they would pay for all of the plastic surgery mm-hmm. so they could create this younger person that was never going to age and then mm. they're older so then they're I, i'll never forget one time going sit going in a restaurant and there were, were all these older men i mean like in their 70s with these young looking women that were all just filled and boobied mm-hmm. up and mm-hmm. all of that because it gave men the illusion that they're younger mm-hmm. and that they're youthful and that they're still attractive and yet they're creating this woman that they think is going to make them look mm-hmm. like they're something else. So it's a, it's so convoluted. Yeah. And I think I think two things that came up for me when you said that I I, I think it's I think that's awful for the younger girls yeah. because who are so impressionable and you know and and <clears throat> you know don't mind their the sugar daddy you know making everything better allegedly and then I think there's a whole other like I think it, the deck is stacked against women who especially single women who are my age and older because men Especially if you have money, they don't, a man my age doesn't have to date a man my age. You know, a man my age can easily, especially with money, date a girl 20s, 30s, 40s, you know, much, Uh much, much younger. Yeah. And I could date somebody younger if I wanted to, but but I don't want to. Well, Tom's younger than me. Uh, but not much. But six years. Talking, but not that, twenty. Yeah. Not. <laughs> no. I oh, mean, I, that'd be awful to have somebody mm-hmm. that much younger. Because then you'd really be on the train to try to maintain yeah. the youthfulness. So that is. Oh, it's just so. It's and, all about the exterior and mm-hmm. not allowing that to determine your choices and your value. Yeah. Yes. Do you want to have be with somebody who's attractive and who mm-hmm. likes to exercise and is healthy? Takes care of themselves. Takes care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not. It can't be the. It can't be the be all end all. Mm-mm. You said something th- that you know women are oftentimes very motivated by what a man thinks. I think women can also equally be motivated by what other women think. That's true. Yeah, because women do compare Uh, with other women a lot. Yes. And I do where, and Tom, correct me if, if you think I'm wrong, but like I do believe that men do care. Every single man I've ever 
uh, dated or spent time, I have noticed they care a lot about their bodies. They have an opinion about their bodies. It may not be as strong as mine yeah. about my body. Yeah, but, that's true. But I, we're, but I think this is I, true with every with both sexes. Humans care. Yes, they do. That's but right. But where I think men care less, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, is I don't think men are in competition as with other men's bodies as much as women feel may feel in competition with other women and their bodies. Except then you go to a gym. You took, where, you took the words right out of my mouth. Men are in that gym You're pumping so iron. They're taking steroids mm-hmm. to get themselves. And mm-hmm. let me tell you something. You can go to any gym in this yep. city and the men, it, from the Y to Equinox to yep. all of them, yep. and the men are there in their muscle shirts. Some of them have put a little baby oil on their skin, <laughs> and they're in there pumping iron, and, uh-huh. they're, and they are looking in the mirror at themselves. To see who's looking at and them. And they're looking at the mirror to, or looking at the guy next to them, mm-hmm. and it's a competition. I think so, you're exactly How much you right. bench? exactly (laughs) so it's kind of like and i but i do think that that i don't think my dad's generation were were into that i'm sure there were some people that were Mm -hmm. but i don't think it was mainstream Mm -hmm. you know i mean my dad never lifted weights but he was out on the ranch Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. breaking in horses and doing stuff like that Mm -hmm. but so i think that that has even gotten more and more for men too yeah yeah and there's a lot of way that they can a lot of ways that they can you know artificially pump themselves up with all that so huh i don't know i I went on a couple of dates with a guy who did steroids, and I have to tell you, I found that to be one of the most unattractive things. Mm-hmm. And, and they get angry. And they get angry. <laughs> I was like, you do what? I mean, he told, he told me because he wanted to know how I felt about it. And yeah. I was so naive. I just thought he went to the gym a lot. And I didn't know what a steroid body was. I really didn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that was probably really naive on my part. But I found that to be so incredibly unattractive. Like it, it was immediately over. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not attracted at all to the overly mm-hmm. built Mm-mm. male physique. And if a guy has to take a steroid to get that at our age, dude, come on. Mm-hmm. Like the ship is sailed. That's like me trying to like <laughs> to be a model. You know, it's like not that not that that was ever an option for me at a at a whopping 5 feet 4 inches, but I mean, like the sh- the ship has sailed. Like yeah. there's there's some ships of mine that have sailed and that I've made peace with that. Yeah, and I think that that's I think that it's it is about acceptance and and in valuing our body and valuing the inside along mm-hmm. with it and and understanding that it's not a competition it is mm-hmm. not you're never going to win the race yeah. somebody will always look good better yeah and be skinnier and more and you will always look better and be skinnier than somebody else yeah i mean it's just a relative concept that mm-hmm. is really has nothing to do with our happiness mm-hmm. if you're if you're fully mm-hmm. attached to your the way your body looks for your source of happiness mm-hmm. that's where it's a real slippery slope mm-hmm. because it's just going to change trust me well it's know? just like 
it's just like a whole bunch of people who think it once they get money and then the, once they get yeah. money, it's like, shit, I, I, there, wherever you go, there you are. Yeah. I'm still there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Janice have you, or Tom, um, either one of you, have either one of you ever had a friend that you felt like was going down a, a slippery slope road, whether it was their weight or injections or steroids or, and you were, and you've had a, you had a conversation with them? You know, I really haven't. I don't, I'm trying to think back in the day. I, I might have had one friend that was, that was pretty much starving herself. Mm-hmm. And I did talk to her about it. But, um, but I really, my friends have, I mean, my friends are healthy and, mm-hmm. and, but I, I really haven't had friends that went on a real crazy diet you know anorexic and you know the thing or about anorexia situation or face situation i actually i do have one friend i have a friend the reason that, i that has had is, a lot of injections i have a friend who who i'm i'm like oh, like you're so beautiful no like but i have just really struggled with how do i how do i lovingly i'm like would they ever be in a place to hear my feedback about because she's so beautiful and she has like lots of children you know who are watching and so I don't know I've I've, she's been my friend for years and I just now all my friends are like shit is it me and (laughs) (laughs) no it's not (laughs) but it just it I'm like oh like I just want to be like oh I know, Stop. I know, I don't would know. Would you just stay out of it? I probably would try to mind my own business. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if she asked me, I would be honest, yes. you know. But, I would be honest if but she But I just me. don't think, I mean, it, you know, she's, it, it's not like she's life-threatening for mm-hmm. herself or her children or anything yeah, like if it, that. If she was starving herself, I would, I would absolutely uh-huh. Yeah, I would do it. that too. I've never had that. I've never had a friend struggle with that. Thank God. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I've had friends struggle with that, but I've never been like, Oh my God, she's going to die if we yeah. don't intervene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's, so, it's tough. I know it is hard. So, I mean, I just think it's so important for us to think, to, to love ourselves and mm-hmm. to rather than focus on, you know, everything that might be changing or where there's mm-hmm. a little wrinkle or saggy mm-hmm. arms or crepey arms or whatever it is. I had a friend who was obsessed with her ankles, and I always laughed so hard. Oh I was God, like, I've never get- thought about my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, do I need to start looking at my ankles now? I don't know. I haven't noticed, so I think they're probably okay. <laughs> but, you know, I think that it's about it's about looking at your life with, gratitude yeah for all the things that are working and mm-hmm. if you're healthy then you know praise god because that's really what it comes down to and i've i mean i've had a couple of friends die and mm-hmm. i mean it's just it's like okay it's not a given no it's not I'm the filler's s- not gonna Mm-mm. be in that in that ash vase <laughs> with those lips <laughs> it's not i'm so glad you said that janice because that's something that as yeah, with my accent, it's been very humbling I know. that my body doesn't work the way that it used to. It just doesn't. Yeah. And and you know, I a guy this morning at yoga asked me, "Are you back?" I said, "Are you back?" And I'm like, "I'm getting back." You know, uh-huh. I try to say that. I'm, 
And and I said, you know, I think about what I can't. Sometimes I get frustrated about what I can't do. And I mean, I went up into a handstand the other day, and, and I thought my body was gonna oh Tova like, collapse. It was like my body was like, what the actual f are you doing right now? Uh, and it was a bad decision. You know, it was a really bad decision. And it was so discouraging, the shots that went through my body and how, oh, how awful it felt and how bad. I, I mean, I used to be able to do handstands, no problem. And, and, and I got into child's pose and I just found, tried to find gratitude. Like, you are it in yoga. Like, I remember being in my doctor's office and I said, are you telling me that by December I could... I might be able to do yoga. He said, that's what I'm telling you. And I, I couldn't believe it because I couldn't walk. Yeah. And and so I said to that guy this morning, I, I think about the thing. I could focus on the things that I can't do that I used to be able yeah. to do that would have crushed me a yeah. year ago that I couldn't do it. Yeah. And then I just try to refocus and find mm-hmm. gratitude about the things mm-hmm. that I I was hit by a truck and I can do yoga. That's insane. It's insane. Yes. And, you know, I think I think one of the real so, really great things about that I feel like at my age, I'm just smarter. Yeah. You know, yeah. because I care less mm-hmm. about a lot more. Oh, that's really and good. I really like being in that place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, to your point, I, I I love that, and I think focusing on what you do have mm-hmm. and the gratitude of of all so much more it magnifies everything. It good sure does. Yeah, so yeah. There's your remedy. All Peeps. right, there you go. <laughs> all right, we hope you all have an amazing week and come back next week for how to care less about what people think. <laughs> Let's go. 